forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may contain personas, pig guys, nightmarish cues with no ride at the end, and gigantic ups and downs for me, Scott. It's the PTR Post Office, plus a special little Scott story on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast that does not cook our books to make our Patreon seem more successful than it is. I am Scott Gardner, who I'm committing no illegal activity, and I have not anytime recently. And also being honest about our numbers is Mike Carlson. Yes, I'm very honest about our numbers. Uh, a lot of people only like us because of the, the success we have. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of listeners That's our are currency. Like, yes. Yeah. So they are like, we. I don't want to listen to the show. I don't give a shit if it's funny. I just want to know that these guys are, are really doing it and they're very popular and successful. So, no, yeah. it's all legit. We're not pumping and, up numbers. We're not. And we, we need to. And, and the numbers need to be good to ensure that we will continue to be the hosts of this podcast and don't get yanked all of a sudden because right. people want to keep hearing Jason Sheridan, the third host. And look, I like the you two. I love good numbers and metrics and charts. I am uh, scratching my head if there was a recent news story that I should be aware of that this is directly referencing. Well, it's a, look. Uh, it's a it's a stretch. It's a. I mean, it's it's true first of all, but it's also it, it's it a little true. bit parallel with what's been going on. What we found out was going on with Mr. Chapek. That uh, there was some 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 hanky panky going on <laughs> with uh, uh, putting it in the uh, uh, um, what what do you call it uh, like like uh, the, the, the shows would air yeah, yeah that technically all right like the new Doogie Hauser is going to get called a Disney Channel show and not a Disney Plus show so that like the numbers even it was just like putting things in different buckets to just prop up. Um, Disney Plus as much as he could, mm-hmm. um, which um, seems like the kind of thing that everybody would immediately rat him on as soon as he's out of the company. Right. And that's what happened. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Uh, yeah. I always heard that called uh, monkey accounting. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's a fine Hollywood tradition is mm-hmm. like allocating funds, you know, shifting money around. Sure, you know. sure. I, I had the phrase "hanky panky" ready to go, and that is not because of any uh, early 2010s websites that I may have made content for. It is no that term. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I've I've only worked for places that are on the up and up, and mm-hmm. including uh, podcasts. The ride. Uh, um, so uh, look, today we are opening up the PTR post office. And that is a, a big chunk of a segment that we recorded a little while ago all together in person. But we're doing a little prelude uh, right now uh, back on Zoom. And that is because the the final good boy has fallen. Um, <laughs> we are completing the trilogy of all of us getting COVID. And if you weren't keeping uh, track, that is me, Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm... I'm Closing it out, I, the, I, I, I'm honored to be the rise of Skywalker of 
all of us getting COVID. <laughs> the, 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 the perfect ending that ties it all together, connects all the loose ends. You're like, wow, it really all, it all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. The story of them all getting COVID. Right. And I'm Force Awakens and Jason is, of course, the most divisive host and also Last Jedi, of course. <laughs> and it makes perfect sense that that's, he's number eight or he's the second Jason one in the trilogy. Jason is the Last Jedi of... Jason is the last Jedi of hosts of podcast The Ride because it just, I, uh, it's a Rorschach. I'm, Jason is a Rorschach test for whatever your pre-existing beliefs are. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I am. I, I do sometimes worry about being divisive. That's why I occasionally find myself giving things like a little credit or a little benefit of the doubt. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, sure, all sure. media, a lot of media, everything keeps getting worse and worse. So that's. Doing that less and less, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, I find it shocking, honestly, how many people are still furiously angry at Jason for things that he did five <laughs> years ago. In 2017. Like it's, been a long, yeah. it's been a long time, but people still manage to be uh, uh, furiously angry at it. I think people should give uh, Jason a break. I agree, but there's people that have also made Jason their whole personality. So there's the other, <laughs> that's the other side of it, too. So you it's, can't reverse. It's, you can't go all the way back. Yeah, it's both ways. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah, these these all these all line up uh, pretty well. I think. Um, I, yeah, I agree. Look, and point is, you know, I even if the COVID was uh, not good, I, I only found out this morning. And if the COVID was really bad, I wouldn't even be doing this, this joking and gesturing, even in a Zoom format. You guys see me? I'm not lying down. I, I didn't rig no. up a microphone upside down. I'm sitting upright. It's really minor, and it's just a, an inconvenience good. more than anything. Well, um, that's but obviously it's going, good. Uh, it's, it's going fine besides the... The irritants of having to tell people that, that I have. I didn't have to tell the listener. It's just, you know, it's something some to talk about. Just uh, give them an update. And honesty. We, we're honest about what's going on with us, and we're honest about our books. We're honest about everything. That's true. Uh, um, but I guess this current uh, stuff, the, the cold weather spike is real. So uh, get that boost, everyone, I, mm-hmm. I suppose. Be careful out uh, there. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, it's a real thing. But there is here just to to kind of flesh out this post office episode. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that is uh, that is cooler, a cooler thing that happened to me than getting COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I, on, all the way on the flip side, and I've been looking for an opportunity to uh, to bring it up, and I think this this is a good one. I think it'll cheer me up given what's what's going on, um, and it kind of relates to. Last week's episode, which was All-Star Resorts with Jaquise Neal, uh, which was a lot of fun, fun topic, and he is great, and uh, I I really enjoyed that one. And it was fun to think about the All-Star Resorts for a little while. And among the things, uh, among the non-9-11 things that came up in that episode uh, were the, uh, it was was really brief, I mentioned the the architects of, of those resorts. Um, and, and also of the soon-to-be-not-FTX arena in Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, these these architects, uh, the, the firm is called Architectonica, and I really like saying it, and I like saying it again right now. And uh, when I noted that fact, Architectonica, uh, uh, who built that, those resorts, I, the source on Wikipedia for that was a book, and the book is called... Uh, it is called Building a Dream, the Art of Disney Architecture. 
Um, that is like, and it's by Beth Dunlop, and it's a book that came out, that Disney put out in like, uh, 98, 99 or something, and, um, when I learned that there was this book, I got very excited because I love Disney architecture, I like, uh, any opportunity to read the names of these people who built the, the, especially the hotels in Eisner era that I think are so Mm -hmm. stunning to this day. I like reading about Michael Graves and Robert, uh, A.M. Stern and, uh, Robert Venturi and Wing Chow. It makes me happy to, to think about these architects and it makes me happy to wander around the places that they built that are such like, it's especially like time travel to... 80s Disney to, to, you know, like that I fell in love with as a kid. Uh, um, so I'm like, I got to get this book. I'm going to get this book. Uh, and here now, this is my copy of, of mm-hmm. Building a Dream uh, by Beth Dunlop. And I, I, I like the book in general. Um, the, the book is full of dramatic stories and really like Eisner heavy stories, which is exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the like I, as soon as I got it, as soon as I open it up, I go straight to the section about the, the swan and the dolphin, uh, which are some of my favorite uh, pieces down in Orlando. And it's 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 a super dramatic section about like uh, Eisner took over in 1984 and it's only his second day and he can't sleep. And it's not because of Disney's plummeting numbers or like uh, we got a new, we need some bigger box office hits. He's upset because he saw a presentation about two hotels they were going to build in Disney World, and he thought they stank. He thought they were so boring. And Disney, like you know, like this is an empire. We need to be building like impressive. We need to be like the the Romans, like mm. build real feats. And he he had seven sleepless nights, and then a week later he said it's off. We're killing those. We're going to get a bunch of the best architects in the world to come down, and we're going to build something impressive. Uh, and that became the, the swan and the dolphin. I'm getting a um, tear in my eye as you tell me this tale. Isn't this? This is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the young go-getter. We focus so much on the later years, on the, the mm-hmm. ousted years. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- th- this is our guy. This, this is why <laughs> he's not just some guy saying hello to us before some specials and acting very stiffly. He's the guy who's uh, trying to change the skyline for the better. Okay. It's um, uh, uh, chronicled in the, the Disney War book, too, and it's very thrilling. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that's in there too. Because of yeah, some of the the hiccups along the way getting the Swan and Dolphin built. This oh, is really? like okay, okay. This is like when Admiral Holdo uses the ship in Last Jedi. This is like a big dramatic moment where like the course of history has changed forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. In the so in the, the the equivalent, the cinematic equivalent of Jason getting COVID. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I one of my favorite memories of 2022. <laughs> it's funny we all got it this year. Also, we're we're in the clear for the first two years of this motherfucker, and then all of us and like evenly spaced out too. I realize like because Mike was April, Jason was like mm-hmm. August, and now mm-hmm. I'm right at the top of December. We gave ourselves. We spaced it out. We didn't want the audience to get fatigued with us being fatigued. Mine's the only one that makes sense, honestly, because I was like, I didn't do anything, and then I did. I went out, and then I got it. <laughs> so Mine, it's like, I, I didn't d- dodge it at all. I didn't dodge it at all. I got hit right yeah. in the face stepping outside. 
you, the, like the biggest like uh, chance that you took. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to me, who I I I don't know. It might have been one guy coughing in a Chipotle. I I that's my best guess. Yeah, one lot of man. people coughing right now. A lot of yeah. coughing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Flu numbers are up. RSV is up. It's you know, up. I yeah. yeah. Well, that's the you know I can't. It's not. It's very generic advice to say get the booster, and I suspect a lot of listeners already have. Uh, but it. So I. I instead will say just in case if you're in a restaurant where somebody's weird and coughing, just run out of the restaurant. <laughs> Deal with the food later. Maybe they won't pick it. But like I should have left as soon as I heard. Is the that cough that's really what happened? I don't know. It's it's one guess that I have. When did you? Uh, when uh, were you in the ch- Chipotle with the coughing person? Uh, um, that was on Thursday. So. Mm. Could have been, Could have and been? I don't want to spoil it. It was it was in the middle of doing research for an episode we haven't put out yet. Oh wow! I don't want to go giving away what brought me to the North Hollywood area. A uh, real tease for <laughs> the adventures. Next yeah, year. interesting. But I risked life and limb to do it to eat a burrito mm-hmm. bowl. Uh, um. Anyway, uh, uh, to get back to why I bring all this up, uh, uh, I'm not just like trying to read stuff from the book. Well, I am going to read something very specific from the book, and it's not something written by Beth Dunlop, the author. Um, it's a little something extra that I suspect is only in this copy, which, by the way, I bought randomly on eBay and even bought the cheapest version that was available on eBay. And it happened to, it's just normal book and I'm flipping through uh, and 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 I'm I'm regaling Aaron with these tales of (laughs) Eisner lore. And then all of a sudden, turn the page and I'm like the front blank page and I'll put it up to the screen here. There is a very inscribed like calligraphy note. Um, And I will read this note. Harrison Thank you for your contribution in making the Disney Studios so special in our world. And then uh, this note is then signed by three people. And it's signatures, so it's not the easiest to make out. But I I went backwards, because, like, this is curious. What is the story here? This is, like, maybe a a special copy, potentially. Um, And one of the signatures I can make out pretty well... Uh, down in the lower right, there, lower left there, oh. I see an R, I see an E. Roy E. Disney? A, a, I, that is a Roy E. Disney right there. Wow. So that's the, I mean, I'm pretty confident. Like, the, yeah. you, you saw it. It's a period after the E. Uh, you know, it's a big flourishy Disney D. It's not the Disney D, but, you know, yeah. I, when you're a Disney, you probably take some liberties with your D. You gotta you get it. fancy you with it. it. Yeah. Take some D liberties, yes. So I'm like, wait a minute, that's got to be Roy Disney. Who are these other names? Um, so one of them is is much easier to make out, but it's a name that I've never heard. The name is Sandy Litvak. And then I look up Sandy Litvak Disney. Sandy Litvak uh, uh, was like a legal counsel to the company. He joined in 1991. He became the senior vice president. And then in 1994, he was named senior executive Vice President. That's a bunch of qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, uh, in in that role, taking over many of Frank Wells' duties after Frank Wells' death, and later became mm. Vice Chairman of the Board. So, like, wait, I've never heard of this guy, but in this era when this book was signed, he essentially was the new Frank Wells. Wow. Which makes him the number two of the company, right? Yeah. Um, nobody's yeah. ever come across Sandy Litvak, or I is he in Disney so. War? Do you know about old Sandy? 
Yeah, Sandy Litvak is a big character in Disney War, and I forget what crazy thing he was responsible for. Um, mm-hmm. I, he might have been a Roy. He was either a pro Roy guy or an anti Roy guy, and I I cannot remember which. Somehow, like balancing against uh, Roy. It's, yeah, I, it's one or the other. Yeah, there was so many shareholder uh, revolts or or different different uh, factions going on. Mm-hmm. And nice. I feel like his name came up in one of those. Huh, huh. Uh, um, well, you know, a, a, a new guy to learn about, Sandy Litvak. We'll figure out, we'll know all the, we'll do a Sandy Litvak episode mm-hmm. uh, at some point. Um, but then I then I get to thinking, like, wait a minute. If this is a trio of names, uh, the last one's very hard to make out. Yeah, but given really. the pattern, Roy wow. E. Disney, the essentially new Frank Wells, it has there is be, one right? more... Uh, I mean, yeah, look, you might know the end of this story, but that last one, I mean, that looks like an E to me. And Aaron, who is, uh, you know, along for the ride, she's like, let me look up uh, a certain person's signature. And she does, and it's immediately a match. Ding, wow. ding, ding. This book is signed by Michael Eisner. Whoa. Yes. Wow. Wild. Yes. The full trilogy, with no indication of any of this. This was a very random eBay purchase, as I mentioned, uh, pretty cheap. Yeah, there you have it. A, a holy trinity, and then especially, hello, right. hello himself. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. How about that? How now about he's going to have to come on the show. Yes, he'll find this so special. That- we, were t- <laughs> we were turned down multiple times, but now this book that's come into your possession, that, what a talking, I- po- what a piece. What a, He has to talk about it. It's yeah, it's really something. It's well, look, it's about stuff. The book is so largely about stuff that he did and great gifts that he commissioned for the world to beautify the world. And in addition, this this gift itself, uh, the man actually touched. I am touching something that that greatness touched. I wish I could pass it around, but we're on Zoom. But I'm a little relieved because I suspect that the three of us could end up like. Uh, the uh, the the three men in the comic book from the the early Simpsons episode. Oh yeah, good point. Suddenly you don't want to show us that. Yeah, you yeah. Should, now we're now we're vying for custody of it, and we're we're tearing it apart, and then no one has the book. Yeah, lock that up. We we can't be trusted around a, a book signed by Michael Eisner. Yeah, look, yeah, I, tr- really. I, I I trust you guys in general, but I, you know <laughs> I understand. I, in this in a special case. I would expect you to to go rabid. The COVID in the is of the this. COVID is fake because you just wanted to be able to show us on Zoom <laughs> to make sure that the book wouldn't wouldn't be stolen. Damn, you got no, no, no. It's not. No, look, I'm honest about everything, and okay. I will show you a positive test result if you give me about an hour. Uh, and don't mind me; I'm not pulling up Photoshop. I'm just I'm looking <laughs> for the results that are in an email somewhere. Uh, um, one more bit of this tale. Then I start thinking, who is Harrison? Oh yeah, uh, what question. is who? Who is an important Disney Harrison? And I've got a really solid candidate because when you look up Disney Harrison, you find Harrison Buzz Price, and this name may come, have come on. up on the really? show. I mean, I think so because wow. if you get like if you get the big dogs out yeah. to to all sign the book You're and give sure. them a special calligraphy copy, I feel like it has to be Harrison Buzz Price. If you don't know. 
uh, a Disney legend, and the guy who, the boring thing to say is that he ran feasibility studies to see, like, to examine different markets and to see, like, what locations might be a fit for some of the endeavors the Disney company was doing. Long story short, that means he picked the Anaheim spot for Disneyland. He picked the Orlando spot for Disney World. I think he was part of uh, uh, Tokyo as well. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and plus all of these, like, he he crunched the numbers on some of these weird things they didn't do, like text position, the attempt at a Texas, like, mall-slash-theme park Wow. Uh, in, in maybe the 70s or 80s, and this Burbank thing, I believe he worked on, to, like, the thing I'm obsessed with where, like, the whole Burbank you- mall and beyond could have been this Disney pseudo theme park with a great movie ride. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I, that's gotta be it. Right. I think Given that's got, who, uh, yeah, for sure. I think here's what I'll say this, go back to eBay and go to the eBay store. You bought things from and see what else is on there. Oh, that's because a good call. buzz price. I looked it up just now died 12 years ago. Wow. So who knows who this person is just cheaply dumping, you know, <laughs> Disney stuff signed by all these all these people. God, you're Scott, right. do you know about the even closer connection to Buzz Price from your past? From my past, no. Yeah, Buzz Price designed the Universal Studios Glamour the Glamour tram. tram. Oh my yeah. God, that sounds really familiar. This must have come up before. Oh my and I God, believe, I, when I it think was like them. In the 60s, where they're like, we could bring the tours back, like help them develop. Uh, when mm. when I believe uh, the owner of Universal at the time was the biggest one, or at least one of the biggest, uh, you know, proprietors of tours in America, just the concept of tours. Oh, right. Oh, this all sounds super familiar. But yeah, wasn't it like the, the trams were like this, this fun, like, uh, kind of like Pepto pink, like they were sort of like... Mm. Like a candy cane, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, God, he, wow. So I owe this guy, I owe him uh, Mm -hmm. two summers worth of minimum wage salary Mm -hmm. for setting up uh, one of the best places I ever got to work. And uh, and some, and through some odd set of circumstances, I ended up with a personalized book from his library. Like just that fact of it all, besides the signatures. Uh, um, I mean, I can't help but talk about these things in a, uh, you know, I feel like I have to do it in sort of a a bit adjacent way. But like I did grow the way I grew up loving the company and loving the Eisner era (laughs) and loving books like this. Like, I'm amazed I didn't have the book because I had a bunch of other like Disney coffee table Uh books. And I I would have loved this at the time, but I'm glad I didn't have it at the time because I ended up with the ultimate copy. Wow. (laughs) It does like honestly move me to have this. I yeah. sure. I mean, could who knows what other books with signatures from executives you could still find out there and like really complete all your dreams. Whoa, yeah. Is that like what happened to Lee Iacocca's uh, <laughs> library? It's out there. I bet it's mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Who else? Who's uh, uh, like Bob Wright from GE? <laughs> um, if people aren't tracking the their. You know, if if you've got a a, a a dying executive in your life, <laughs> make sure that their library is properly tended to, because this, you never know. This is yeah. my premise. Well, this is my premise for action figures, where there's always something somebody would be a completist about, and I think we figured it out for Scott. It is Disney executive signatures in books from the personal libraries. 
That's what yeah, you want. Wait, I know. I got a taste now. I'm like, yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm hooked. I can't stop here. Gotta I'm jonesing. Well, I'm going to tease this because I don't think I've ever. I have an artifact in this vein. Mm. Oh, that in the future, I'll say I'll say this in 2023. I will I will show off my artifact. Wow. 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 We have a Jason artifact to come. Um, it, it's it's. Uh, uh, it's kind of similar, not dissimilar to what you found. I don't want to talk about now and steal your thunder because that's such a cool find. Uh, uh, just coming in the mail, like that's just a rock. You had to buy that from someone, and it had to get shipped to you. Like yeah, that's yeah. such a and crazy I that, thing. That copy, I could have picked other copies, but my my cheapness <laughs> paid off. And I'm going to go pick the second cheapest copy because sometimes what happens is we talk about an out-of-print book on this show and then the episode comes out and then it becomes even harder to find because people buy it. So, really? so, uh, the, oh, is so the audience going to... The audience buys stuff up. That's what we were saying early got on. Got the PTR bump and people are going to want to keep scouring Harrison Buzz Price's uh, <laughs> private collection. I have uh, a different artifact that I have not figured out how to how to approach well, an episode about multiple artifacts. Uh, wow. Multiple Jones artifacts. Jeez. What, uh, what, well, Jason, whatever these artifacts are, I think uh, uh, half the audience is going to think they're the greatest, and half the audience is going to think they're a huge letdown. Uh, so, Michael, I you're hundred percent right. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out who falls on what side. <laughs> Um, well, that's a good tease, and I, given the way 2022 has gone, I think that we should not tease or promise much more than artifacts, because as we have learned in exact thirds throughout the year, sometimes plans need to be changed as diseases <laughs> right. are required. Um, but, uh, yay, here's hoping to, uh, to, to good health for, for you guys and hopefully me uh, tomorrow, and of mm -hmm. course to the listeners, who now... Uh, well, look, we recorded this in the past, so I know that nobody, there was no airborne COVID in the PTR post office. All the letters were opened successfully. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, and, and no diseases were, were passed on. No, um, but if the, if the video version survived, uh, the, uh, you, there is, uh, a footage of me in a very loud Hawaiian shirt because uh, I, Ran from my house from doing the Zoom audition for that Hulu commercial that ended up coming out oh, yeah. and wow. didn't have time to take off that Hawaiian shirt. Oh, that was a wow, wow. You were giving them a mental image of you in a Hawaiian shirt, and they said, sign us up for more. Yep. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. Boy, that's a Hawaiian shirt that paid off. Uh, good news for you. This book, good news for me. Uh, it offsets the, the less good news. Um, but, uh, you know, okay, so, so here we go. We're going to pass it over uh, to this post office. Seven. I'm going to rest up because we've got a big Feliz Navidad, the way of winter ahead of us. And I want to be in, uh, in, in tip top shape. Um, but so, all right. So now, uh, uh, audience, you take over with your questions. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
All right, the PTR post office is open. Uh, it's not a mailbag. We don't open a bag. We mm. open a door. Let's get the keys out. Jingle, jingle. Oh, oh which, right. Which one is it? No, not. Ah, oh, there's so many keys on this, this thing. This isn't it's Santa's to... mail sack. This is the which PTR we did. Post yeah, office. We did a mail sack. Right. Um, yeah. If you're tracking them, <laughs> sometimes it's a sack. Right. But, but not today. No sacks are being opened today. Just a post office, which is full of sacks. You filled the sacks. Right. Thank you for filling our sack. <laughs> oh, my God. And now uh, we're going to open the sacks now that we've opened the post yes. office. Yes, great. Okay. Um, if you'd like me to explain it more, what we're yeah, doing. Confuse the audience <laughs> with some lewd double entendres, please. <laughs> this, is, this is a ninth one. On the tenth one, they'll understand. Yeah, they're going to get I, – I really – I'm rooting for you guys. I think you – I think you're going to get the premise of an episode where you yeah. ask us questions. They're mm-hmm. questions usually on point, but I think they'll really get it. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's, who's seeing anything uh, you like? Let me see. Um, here we go. Uh, what would be – this is from – uh, famously chill dude at tweets for hot dogs. What would be the PTR experience a la the late show with Jimmy Kimmel ride, which I think means mm. the Jimmy Fallon ride. <laughs> is, that this... a, is that a purposeful combining of every, every I guess. Cause the late show is the uh, late what, show is Colbert, Colbert mm-hmm. which is and Kim and Colbert is not Kimmel. And I think I think he, this might be a little a prank. Is this a prank? Being, have we been pranked? We have a question for you. Are you pranking us? <sighs> but the PTR experience, um, okay. Well, it depends on is it set at the at the Forever Dog Studios, mm. or is or is it at in my garage? Well, I mean, is that, that feels... where the queue is? Oh, maybe is the queue. Your or the queue is multiple rooms. It's like the Secret Lives of Pets. Queue where you go through all the apartment rooms. So you start in like Mike's living room, and then you go to your garage, and then you end up in a studio. Oh, I see. Okay, so all the iconic places, all the locales, right? You pass by. You get to look at but not touch Mike's toys. You get to admire mm. Leonardo's tail dick. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um, you get to. Uh, Step over Jason's, and by that I mean Jane's dog. Um, <laughs> we say our dog now. It's our dog. Yeah, he no, is yeah. on the ground taking a little nap. Um, little dog. So yeah, yeah, all the real world things would be in the queue. I think that's what Jason's saying. But then the ride itself. I mean, if we're talking budget, I'd like to blue sky this. I'd like to say this is going to be a high ticket, a big budget, rise of the, rise of the resistance level budget. Yeah, yeah. So I think at this point we're going to use. Um, the best ride system available, which is a Transformers ride system, Spider-Man ride system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Sure. Okay, so yeah. it's going to have. But don't a even lot. put Spider-Man. It's clear we know it as the Transformers. Tra- the Transformers ride system. Ride system. Well, because per- Spider-Man uh, uh, invented the ride system. Transformers perfected it. Is the way I kind of Perfe- perfected about it. rides in general. Perfected rides in All general. Rides. Um, so I think it's going to be yeah. There's going to be like little practical sets moving in and out of screens because uh, we need the motion. And at that point, I think. You're going to go through our whole lives. You know, you're going to start as us as little boys, and we're going to sort of see what, gonna, what went wrong. <laughs> what went wrong that started this whole podcast, this whole um, um, 
uh, mental illness that we have. Well, we're now in kind of a uh, you could have doors opening up a la Tower of Terror, and which yeah. I, I maybe I thought of that because there's the little girl at the end of the hallway, right? But it's so it's the holograms of us mm-hmm. and like the fatal choices that I don't know what mine is. It me like. Wow, Mom, the 1993 Disney shareholders <laughs> annual report. Whoa! And then it's me not going into the Twilight Zone, uh-huh. but going into the unrelatable zone. <laughs> that is the choice where I made uh-huh. where for many decades he'll be trapped there and people will not, his peers won't be able to talk to him because mm-hmm. of, he reads shit like this. Uh, mine could be like uh, me showing a girl uh, that I had printed out the entire Return of the Jedi script right when I first got a computer, and she went, what? Why do you have that? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's, uh, and then, and I go into the unrelatable zone. You were walking around with a full paper. Printed. It was a big, and it was in a file, it was like, or it was in like a folder. I had mm-hmm. the full script. I, had, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a full Return of the Jedi script is available on the computer. I can print it out. So I printed out a full script. <laughs> and that uh, was it. You felt caught. Like you expected, or did it, maybe it hadn't occurred to you there could be a, a negative reaction. To it this. did not occur to me that a female or male would react negatively to me printing out the Return of the Jedi script. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do with it? Like have people read? I the, don't know. The I think I just like the you? idea of like looking at it. Like, oh my god, this is what the actors saw when they were doing the movie. My favorite movie at the time maybe was it though or was it like a transcript that somebody it was probably up? a transcript because mm-hmm. that was a lot of the things you'd find online when you were looking for scripts is, is somebody had just made a transcript of the movie and it was not full it wasn't full of those like george you know action descriptions mm-hmm. which i'm sure were very specific and dynamic uh jason what's your moment for the because we're by the yeah, way we're about you we're five percent the... through this hypothetical yeah ride. uh probably explaining to like um People, I, my my college girlfriend, or anyone who came into my dorm room, my my mm-hmm. desktop background uh, was the Islands of Adventure. Like, oh, see, this is this is <laughs> now this is Marvel superhero island. This is Doctor Seuss Island. Mm. Now this is uh, the Lost Continent, which is it's copyright free. It's myths and legends, but it's copyright free, and they were kind of running out of money, you know. <laughs> You rem- even within theme park world, you remain so Islands of Adventure centric. Like within the niche, you have your niche. It it just hit at the right twelve year old age. That's your that's you made that your whole personality, Islands of Adventure, in a lot of ways. I guess so. <laughs> well, he's got this island. You're shirt wearing on. a shirt. I do an island on shirt on. Uh, You're wearing Islands of Adventure shirt. I mean, it's got a bunch of beer on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got beers on it. It was wacky Ikeki ale. Yeah, <laughs> There's a lot of like brands within this. It was from a Goodwill. I bought it in college for like a play or like a Halloween costume. I can't it looks remember new. now. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is like from like 2004. That looks. That's what they call fresh. I think as far as the look is concerned, it looks new. The, the your your outfit. So oh, thanks. All right. Okay. So wait, hold on. Five percent through. Okay, we see embarrassing <laughs> moments as little boys. All right. Then we like whirl into like maybe. Well, you're already in college age, so maybe we like get together. It's like the origin of the podcast. Nick Mundy is there. He's pounding on the ride vehicle and saying, start this podcast. Oh, a massive. We build it. You know, what he is in our minds, a 40-foot yeah. tall, intimidating. So he's like Megatron. Nick yeah. Mundy's like Megatron. He like puts his hands and he like grabs him and digs him into the ride vehicle and starts shaking it. <laughs> he's like, you will start a podcast. And then like throws the thing around, mm-hmm. throws the vehicle around. That's um, good because that's, I feel like, always cut. Like a big... 
creature grabs the vehicle and shakes the vehicle. I feel like that's the first thing to go when they're trimming budgets. Oh well, this is remember this is Transformers, so this is a this is a screen. It's a screen. Okay, this is be so a weird. Screen. Should we, uh, we definitely want and need it to be a screen? It ride. needs this for for this ride that I'm envisioning. It has to be a screen. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Okay, so we've already made some uh, some trims. Yeah, right. It's sure. Not, <laughs> because really, this is a, the problem is with the budget is this is going to be very long. The so ride we, is going to yeah, be super yeah, yeah. long. Well, it has to be because he's asking what's the PTR experience, and the PTR experience is pretty long. Very the long. The episodes are. Yes. So it needs to be. So we're talking like a, I mean, it's at least an hour and a half. Yeah. So then at that point, I think then- this is going to be sort. This is going to be like maybe fifteen minutes, and then at that point, you go through a highlight reel of all the best podcast the ride moments. So Jason yelling about grapefruit beer that's a dollar too expensive <laughs> for him. Uh, uh, the the argument about uh, uh, how many days to stay at Tokyo Disney, of course. So you see all of these different things play out in kind of a highlight reel, and you, it's very dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see. Uh, uh, I, I guess you use like maybe like Soren transitions to go from moment to moment. When when I mean by that, it's just like a fade, <laughs> or like Stick a, a wipe, with like a, a bird of prey crosses. That's uh, good, frame. yeah. And yeah. The, or Michael Eisner hitting a golf ball uh, is a transition for everything for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so there's Every always environment Eisner. we enter. Yeah, there's always <laughs> Eisner there, and he just keeps swinging a golf ball, a golf club at, at us, and then uh, I would like it if out. we could add him say, saying hello every time. Yeah. Um, I, I maybe hello doesn't make sense. Does he or just a, an Eisner style four or a yeah. goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye. But he says goodbye. goodbye to every golf ball he hits. That's good. Yeah. And then um and then after we've done the highlight reel, I think we have to fight all the villains we've ever fought on the show. Mm-hmm. In sort of a uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like I guess like Sinister Six or something. It's Tillman Fertita. It's uh, Oh, they're all back. They're all back, yeah. 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 And then I Billy Joe Armstrong shows up and I'm like, come on, guys, let's get him. And you guys go, I don't know. Well, keep in mind some of the early stuff. Actually, some of the later stuff. Is, actually, the later stuff is the best. Oh, so, so the ride touching him. We're not touching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going down Scott's enemy aisle. And then mine Set- has a lot more, by the way. Yeah, a lot of enemies. Mine is packed. Setzer, la- Brian Setzer lands on the hood of the vehicle and starts soloing. <laughs> like a dude. Like, He's a boogie woogie boogie boy from Company B. <laughs> Tries to force bowling shirts on everyone in the in the uh-huh. vehicle and fedoras. Yep, <laughs> you'll wear this fedora forever. So then, if, so then, if you got the Scott Path, the ride is an extra thirty minutes. Well, and because part of it, because that involves you just going on the full living with the land as well. It's also living with the land is just in there mm-hmm. too. So. You, ch- you have to chase Brian Setzer uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Randy Gerber through a crop maze. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then the the, uh, the Jason path. I would just uh, spend a little time reading you treats, but then switch it up to disgusting old food menus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got some hard disgusting tack, old food stuff, and then the hard tack uh, and, coming up. Yeah, and and yeah. Then scrapple and. I think all of our separate avenues, that's where really the ride gains its length. It's all right. I mean, what do you do with your half hour, Mike? With my half hour, uh, I think it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely the ride vehicle like there's screens in front and you just check for 30 minutes um, like times for different rides in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever park this is in, you basically just check for fast passes for like for 30, other rides for other rides. And so, yeah, you're not even 
this is going to be good for the budget because there won't even be a need for screens or anything. You'll just be on your console for 30 minutes refreshing it mm. to see so if the you vehicle can get better is time. Still, it's the vehicle it's is still. Uh, yeah, you're playing like, I don't know, clocks by Coldplay or something loudly <laughs> in the background. The, all um, of Milo Xyloto. All of Milo Xyloto. <laughs> As a train, the train, a digital version of the train, like, that Jerusalem bells are ringing. Oh, my God, I'm going to get a 1215. Quick, Mike, order a baby. Order a baby serving two spoonfuls of mac and cheese and an applesauce packet. Oh, wait, there's an alert. You can get a Marvel Legends figure for three dollars less than you normally can. Oh, order it real quick while you're trying to check. So this is yeah, this is everybody has their own. I'd rather go down the the avenue with my enemies than be in this this Coldplay (laughs) blasting. Well, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy songs. It's randomized, so oh, you don't, I don't know get what to you're going to get. Yeah, it's yeah. 30. I mean, it could be, yeah, when you try your best, but you don't succeed. <laughs> when it's not what you want, but that's what you need. Whatever the, yeah, so the scientist, all of it. Or that's not the scientist. That's Fix You. I'm sorry. I'm singing <laughs> the wrong Coldplay song. I apologize. And then in year five was when uh, Coldplay became a fixture. <laughs> and that's where There's Scott's still... spirits really sink. <laughs> There's still a lot of bands that I know a good amount of that haven't even come up on the show. So there's still because a lot of Because this is the treats. long con that you've played, not just with the audience, but with me personally, that you've top-loaded it with the cool ones. I and like cool through stuff the too. years, you reveal, but I like this, but I like this, but I'm a big defender of Sugar Ray. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh Sugar Ray is fun. No, no you tricked me. <laughs> That's part of the ride. Is you, you know tricking what? me with bands that are cool? This happened to me once, but this was but it was wrong. The person was wrong. They were like, "Oh, I thought you only like cool stuff because they." I said I liked the Justin Timberlake, the the um, Future Sex Love sounds, but that's cool. So I don't know. This has happened to me before, but it's been about it's been the wrong. I've been accused of this before. I'm saying, but in I that see. point, it was wrong. <laughs> and now I guess it's writer, but also like. <laughs> The older I get, the older I get, the less I want to watch movies and TV and more I want to listen to any song. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Hmm. Like I'll go like uh, I'm I'm not I used to be much more like picky about country and stuff. And now it's all good. I don't know. I don't know. It's all pretty the standard is just music. Any you just want yeah. music to be. I like music a all? lot, but I am very forgiving of music. Um there's, I, there's not that a lot. Is what I you, don't... That is when we've had the music argument. You, you do just seem like, well, look, there's a guy up on stage with a guitar, and I like it, and fun, it's yeah. loud, and that, uh-huh. like, wow, that's your standard is just I music could, is being played. I could rank things like I do know what's cooler than other things. I think, mm-hmm. but sure, but who is the time? We're all getting older, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now that's. That's practical. That's practical. <laughs> practical thought. Yeah, I know. I like, for example, I know like some of the best musicians and songwriters and stuff are in like Nashville, right? Because that's where there's like a I whole guess. music <laughs> industry, like 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 the the real country like pros and stuff. Like there's a whole mm, where low you, cash is doing their where low cash. Is, yeah. I saw the best bands like low cash. Isn't that where Third Man Studios is? Yeah, Isn't that where no, no, of course. Yeah, Jack White's face is. Yeah, yeah. There's cool stuff obviously there. Mm. But like you can like find something on like Apple Music or Spotify and then it'll start recommending other people that you've never heard of and it's just like, oh, this Here's what good. here's what it is. I've gone through too many cycles of the Jimmy Buffett cycle of oh my god, this exists. These songs are crazy. Some of them are embarrassing. 
Uh, and then I come on the other side and go, I guess I like it though. I guess I like a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So I've come around those cycle, that cycle a couple times to the point where now I think I've just eliminated the part where I go, Oh, this is kind of cringe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I just go, I guess I like it straight to, I guess I just like this. You now. hear something that sucks and go straight to liking it. Yeah. I like anything that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, Oh, what's your taste of music? Well, anything that sucks. Anything. Yeah, just yeah. like my favorite genre is sucky music. <laughs> so all of that like that's then then that happens in the ride you just get a 10 minute uh sidetrack about band just in general and it's not even like an insightful music conversation it's just Mm -hmm. uh, music exists and then i look at artists and listen to other artists so that happens in the ride you get that yeah and then yeah you could yeah there's i could make a i should make a playlist of this hypothetical ride and and see what you could get is uh, is the song Red Hot Chili Pepper song I like dirt on the list? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, a uh, question for you: Does it suck? <laughs> that song does kind of suck. I think <laughs> that does, song does. My guess suck. from the... that song is not my favorite song of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But does this ride end? Is there an no. end to the ride Here's or to the, the question? Here's the thing: Maybe when you started the ride, you thought it ended, but now that we've been doing it for five years, you're like, I guess <laughs> nope. there's no end in sight. There's no end in sight. It's like comic books, all second act. That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> At one point in time, no. decades ago, there was a first act. There was no act three in sight. <laughs> okay, so that the PTR experience is at least five years long. That's correct. And yeah. running. Okay. Um, I've got one from Ali Hodgkinson. Uh, if you had to spend the night in a theme park, which would you choose and where would you sleep? Maybe nestled up with the pig guy in Pirates of the Caribbean? The pig guy. That's pretty good. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not Jason no. loved the idea. It's of that. Spend the cozy. night with the pig guy? It's not warm. It's well, cold in Pirates. I don't think pirates. he's talking the whole night. <laughs> we've, talked a little, we've talked a little bit about this, I think, on the show. Where do you sleep? Because I think we've talked about the bed on Pirates. With the skeleton, you sleep with the skeleton. Yeah, I at the start of Pirates push him of the Caribbean, over or is he going to be there? Well, it depends if you have any respect for the ride. <laughs> you won't push him over. Okay, it's not the narrative. It's like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, is is there any couches in the Carousel of Progress? Can I crash on? There's somebody's? couches. Yeah. There are couches. Somebody's, yeah, yeah. There's got to yeah. be some furniture to sleep on. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jason, Jason, and they the made everyone go. hotter. Oh, they did just update did. Carousel Progress, yeah. and they made everyone hotter on the ride. <laughs> did they change the physical, the look of the character? They did, yeah. They, yeah, the, the dad faces at look least. different, yeah. And the mom, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. that's, you know what? That's a good room. It, it would creep me out, I guess, to have so many characters around, but that New Year's scene where there's, I guess, being around eight robots would be a little odd to spend the night, mm-hmm. but, like, there's got to be a piece of furniture in there that I can, you know, like, they, they've got a sectional, don't they? So many Probably. of them are sitting on the floor playing video games. I bet there's a free couch. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason, obviously, Islands of Adventure, I would think, is where you would want to sleep. I mean, it looks very good at night. The The lighting setups are very cool at night. I think, I'm trying to think. Could you sleep up in the Hulk's arms? He's, like, lifting oh, that that'd piece be of track. Nice. You could, like, sleep on top of the Hulk? Yeah, because uh, with, like, Toon Lagoon, you'd probably run into the same thing as Toon Town, Mm. Where it looks like there's beds and couches and stuff, they're all hard. Oh, you wouldn't want to sleep on. Like, be- do they have a plastic bed, no. beetle bailey cot in Toon Lagoon? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I think it's mostly flat. I don't even think they have a three dimensional like approximation of what the cartoon characters 
living quarters would be. Yeah, I. What, what about the lighthouse? Oh, the lighthouse would be good at Islands yeah. of Adventure. And you could like room at the top of the lighthouse. You could dress up like the night before Christmas father with the cap and the whole thing and like bring up a little candle as you climb the stairs of the islands of adventure lighthouse yeah with no railing i'll just eat it <laughs> just climbing up those well that's stairs. up to you did you someone post it like a picture of like across from ogas in galaxy's edge there's just a stairwell to like a landing with plants on it and someone's like you could you can get up there <laughs> there's nothing stopping anyone from walking up these stairs yeah there, there is no railing, but uh, it's definitely just a stairs to a patio. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sleep up there, though. Yeah. Um, what would I do? I uh, would say don't do Animal Kingdom, because a lot of those animals come out at night, so I feel like it'd be rowdy and noisy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not in the monkey cages? But what if I gained their trust? The animals trust. They would it'd probably just be a trick, and they just beat the shit out of you, or kill, or eat me. Yeah. Um, what can I sleep in the Hemisphere Dancer at City Walk? I don't know what's in there, but a, a little probably a little plane doesn't have. You're a tall guy, and a little mm. cockpit is going to be tough to. You lean the seat um, back. Jimmy Buffett has a plane where that can recline. That's a the good seat point. Can this recline is Jimmy in a plane. Buffett's, yeah, there could be a hammock in there. He I might. He might. It's there. probably an upside down control panel so that he can it can lower yeah. on top of his hammock. Yeah. So I guess that's where I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sleep in the Hemisphere Dancer at City Walk Orlando. Scott, you could probably sleep at the Carthay Circle. A lot of comfy, comfy chairs and couches oh, and that stuff counts. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it does count. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, um. They, 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 do they have the little elevator? I could close up the little elevator and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds nice. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, let's. Oh boy. Well, I don't think it's happening anytime soon because they don't offer a a sleeping package as yeah. far as I know. That's besides, too like, bad. Hotels, but who cares? It's boring. It is. It's interesting they haven't done private event like lock-ins. It's probably would be a <laughs> like a nightmare. library lock-in. <laughs> like yeah, like a gym lock, like a school lock-in that people would do. Mm. Um, I I guess they did the twenty-four hour days or longer. Yeah, I've, I've been there, but yeah, yeah, they don't really want you sleeping <laughs> during a twenty-four hour day. No, no, but I mean, you can't control a like tired dads can sleep anywhere at a theme park. You can't remember this. You can't, you control, can't control a tired, tired dad. dad. Tired dad. <laughs> remember that, folks. Um, this is interesting. Andrew Lippins, what favorite treat of Jason's would Scott hate the most? Oh man, what a question! Any ideas? I don't know which angle to uh, you. I mean, you got to tell me, and I have to react. Mm. I suppose. I really, I feel I. Th- we just recently tweeted a picture of of Scrapple. Um, yeah, that looks like shit to me. It looks gross. That looks yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah, I. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I one of my favorite treats is a hot fudge sundae with chocolate ice cream instead of vanilla ice cream. Is that too sweet for you? Is that too chocolate? Oh, that sounds Let great. Let me establish a base. Okay, that's good. No, hmm. I get. I think I start running into trouble the more like chemical we get, the fakier it hmm. is. I okay. think is where I start to to dive. You mean like diet sodas? That is the word of stuff like yeah. When you had me try the Coke Starla, I despised that. That was like, you ever that drink was one a diet Coke? Ever. No, no, never. You ever drink a regular Coke? Not anymore. Now, not How in, do you, not in decades. No, I decades, I feel well, like no. it's come the uh, zero calorie sodas have come a long way with the introduction of 
zero lines, zero mm-hmm. sugar. <laughs> I think a lot of them do taste pretty close to regular sodas. Mm-hmm. But then true. I don't drink regular sodas either. So that there's there's mm-hmm. your trouble. Uh, uh, that doesn't mm-hmm. help me necessarily. That's true. Um, no, but it's that fake diet stuff. I like that. Mm-hmm. I I don't like that. Stevia. That, t- that yeah. tastes to me, yeah, like somebody took a bunch of aspirin and ground them up in the in the mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not my go-to. Um, okay, a place. I it burned down, but a place my family went to <laughs> for for years. For, uh, it, it's still fine, uh, pork roll, Taylor ham, whatever you call it, uh, at a lot of the Jersey boardwalks. But one place we really loved, the Hamburger Construction Company, would do it. Whoa, t- whoa, uh, whoa! It's the it's, Hamburger Construction mm, Company. Yeah, it burned down at the start of twenty twenty one. Have you ever told me about this before? <laughs> yeah, it's the T shirt I have that's like endless summer, but it's a big hamburger oh, wow. instead of a. A thing. How have we not done an episode on the Hamburger Construction Company? I'll tell you what. I it burned down at the start, very start of 2021, and I was so recently. Yes, I was so upset. Did and we then, mention this and you? For, I forgot. I don't remember the hamburger. It might have come up in passing because as soon as I found out the news, it's like, well, gotta record the Avery Monson episode. <laughs> wow, really? Within minutes, like, yeah, it was a real. And uh, also, the guy, I, they're like, we're going to rebuild. I'm like that guy's not going to come back. He's like my parents' age. And sure enough, like 30 plus years in a kitchen, uh, an unair conditioned kitchen sweating every summer, he tapped out and decided to retire. Mm. But better, yeah. uh, I say all this to say that they would do pork roll on like a nice hoagie roll, a nice Italian roll. They would also do a Taylor burger, Mm -hmm. which is a burger patty, Taylor pork roll and like two things of American cheese, and then wow. you dress it however you like a burger. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, all that sounds good to me. I think it would wreck me. I think, as I said, I'm retiring I from. You just don't want like meat, neon but... color. Like you don't want colors. You yeah. know what? Maybe the discovery like here, coloring. Andrew, is that you ask, "Is it Jason?" But I think maybe I think eating it might with be Mike, Mike is the tougher. Yeah. I actually think genuine like. Like if we make you one of those goofy slush mix-ins yeah. they have in in Disneyland, the California Adventure now, where it's like icy and fruit juice and nerds and gummy bear, like I think maybe we've had it wrong the whole time. Eating like Jason wouldn't be as bad for me as drinking like Mike. <laughs> that is much tougher for yeah. me because mm-hmm. I do need to taste alcohol in the alcohol I'm drinking. That mm-hmm. is a requirement. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like my colors and goos. Yeah. I don't want gummy worms swimming uh, around in my drink. Yeah, you like sprinkles? I guess. I can yeah. You would deal with sprinkles. The last yeah. I I'll get sprinkle I'll get rainbow sprinkles on the okay. on Disneyland on like the, whatever the main street ice cream is. Okay. okay. We can work with that. Would you ever get the sprinkle cone with the, like the chocolate and sprinkles in the waffle cone? I maybe uh sure okay. that doesn't sound abhorrent okay but would I get a sprinkled drink that's the if there's a bunch of sprinkles caking the rim of a beverage Ooh, I think oh that's sprinkle good. rim yeah. I hey, like the sound hey, of that hey, I'm gonna have to stop the record some... you're salivating uh, on the mic too much Pavlov's dog over here maybe your sprinkle rim maybe we can meet in the middle on this <laughs> I... sprinkle rimming how do you feel about cake batter flavoring Michael my friend I'm drinking it in the coffee oh right now. hey man that, brother what you've been having the whole time is cake batter Here's what it is. I'm drinking a large coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. You can specialize exactly what you want, how much of it you want. And I don't put any sugar in it. I put some of the natural raspberry flavor in it. And then I ask for one squirt 
of cake batter. That is not Just the official. No, squirt of batter. It. Squirt one little one little squirt one of wee batter, squirt please. Squirt of batter, please. That is not the official branding. You're you're trying to mighty acron the Dunkin' ordering system. Well, here's the thing. Now that I'm looking at it, it looks like they put four swirls in, even though I specified <laughs> on my app that I wanted one. <laughs> I did not check. You're right. Now that I'm you looking have, at it. But you have, have you vocalized out loud, this is the best coffee drink I've ever had? I have not. Is it better, though? Uh, it's good to have a little sweet. I just don't, some, 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 like McDonald's coffee is very sweet, but it is like you're drinking a shake. Mm-hmm. So I try to get a good mix of just like, you know, not not something overpowering, mm-hmm. but I guess maybe they overpowered me with uh, cake batter today. <laughs> there are episodes I've recorded where I have drank a Dunkin' peanut butter cup macchiato or now Irish insane. cream macchiato. The yeah. peanut butter cup, I guess, I guess if you get a small, it would be okay, but that's it was, like a dessert. It was small, but it comes separated and like you mix it, like you, you stir it up and yeah. that was pretty good. But I am just drinking like iced coffee with half and half. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So Mike's drinking the candy coffee. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not that sweet. I've had much sweeter. The McDonald's coffee, if you've ever had just an iced coffee at McDonald's, much sweeter than this. It's also not great if you don't get it sweet. It just doesn't have like much coffee flavor. The McDonald's? All. Yeah. Yes. I concur. You kind of need to at least get so like a vanilla. I, yeah, Scott, we'll try you eating Fruity Pebbles at a certain point the drinking is maybe i can't even agree to the drinking well we'll see i'll the, see what i can find that's where the degree as, of sugar will have me just i don't like, think you would i don't want you i i, I don't offer my drinks to anyone but uh, I, I think you could drink some of this i don't mm-hmm. think this would be crazy okay okay i don't um, know when this is coming out or what orders uh, uh we're gonna choose to put stuff out in but i did purchase something for us to consume oh. on air oh. uh, to get in the groove a little. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, we're gonna um, like start piecing this out. Yeah, we're bit. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna build up your tolerance before we do the full tasting flight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Jason, do you have one or do you want me to go? Oh, uh, you go ahead. Okay. Um, oh shoot, I had it and of course lost it. Your mind's. I, I got oh, one go for quick. It, yeah. uh, uh, King Koth, can we get Cub Reporter Scott's review of the Bugman live show? He attended recently. Uh, absolutely, you know, we're talking music and uh, artists who we have a lot of affinity for, and I think sure, yeah. I think Bugman is doing things mm. uh, in the hip hop forum, in the live music <laughs> forum. I've only seen, I want to say, I've only seen like three or four concerts since concerts have returned post COVID, and two of them have been Bugman. <laughs> I've not been disappointed <laughs> by either. You said that. <laughs> um, uh, he's he's a he's a revelation. Um, I think PF Chang's one of the new songs is an absolute jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved when he went into the audience and knocked the projector over. <laughs> um, he uh, <laughs> I, when he took off his shirt, the whole audience was uh, electrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and King Koth is holding it down on the ones and twos. So a great live presentation. Don't miss this uh, mm-hmm. this great live package if you have the opportunity. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, check it out, everybody. Available on all streaming services. And to I hear believe. to hear Coco Pelli. Live. Mm-hmm. Imagine whatever Mike feels of hearing "Fix You," "Fix You" by fix Coldplay. You. It's yeah. imagine one hundred "Fix Yous" all at once, and that's what it's like to hear the icon Bugman doing the iconic song "Coco Pelle." <laughs> yeah, same thing. Uh, uh, Jason, you got something? Yeah. Um, this is from at George D three. 
Just watch the fake doctor Final Four appalled by Scott's willingness to invalidate the election results. So my question is, mm, uh, I remember where, <laughs> where were you? Uh, where was Scott on January 6th? Hashtag podcast <laughs> the riot. I'll actually answer that. Uh, we were in our respective uh, homes recording an episode <laughs> Well, most of the January sixth. No, I believe we. Were, I believe no, we paused we, it. We I believe. I believe the day Did was we? pretty intense, and I think I said maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we, we'll record tomorrow. I thought we paused a different. I thought we called oh, it maybe a right. different day. It was a different day. Maya, yeah, you know, you're right. You, we, we did. We did record an episode. We did. We we did. Record, what episode was? And on I don't remember. What, yeah, no, Jason's right. I, I'm. I'm misremembering. What bullshit were we talking? So go back, and if there's an episode that came out like. January mid January 2021 and it's weirdly it's like during it's edgy, like right like after psychotic. yeah uh, that might I don't know we need to go back and figure but out I, what that was but we did do you're right we no did regrets yeah. I think I made the right decision I don't remember why I overturned them or what for I think maybe I was just bored by the uh, Muppet winning and mm. I, did, I didn't think it was unique or interesting enough Right. And that wasn't the bold leadership that we needed then. Right. It was whoever I chose. That I don't remember. And Jason and I Jason and I were just, oh, we know it's okay. There Scott will become reasonable again eventually. That's that was our our thinking. So <laughs> just let him do this. What's what's yeah. gonna happen? We thought like, oh, everything will go back to normal and we don't need to deal with the urgency when was that that was probably in that was like the i'm gonna guess the date that it was like march 20th so when the march 20th hearings have come and Mm -hmm. gone we'll uh we'll get to the bottom of uh, whether i do i need to be uh right right banned from being a podcast host Mm -hmm. um okay uh let's see here i have again lost the the thing that i was gonna say um there's a couple people have asked about sleeping in a theme park. I don't know. Does everybody <laughs> have this fantasy? What? We've had multiple questions about sleeping in a theme park, which I guess is what everybody's just walking around there going, oh, I could sleep over there. You think this is anywhere nice in the the treehouse? I don't remember the Tarzan's treehouse iteration and whatever's coming. I just like maybe there'll be a nice like under the stars tropical place to sleep. Yeah. Hopefully um, they bring back the jaunty polka music. Here's a good question. Sure I think they will. Whatever it is. Here's a good question. Uh, what are our fursonas? Do you guys know what this is? Uh, I do know what a oh, fursona is. Fursonas, oh. um, which I'm ex- I, I have actually not given this any thought, so I'm excited to think about it. I so, need this defined a little more, though. Well, I, I have generally. I am not an expert on this, but I believe this is sort of um, adjacent or is the furry community, and in that you have your own, basically like your own animal character that's your persona that's your your avatar yeah exactly like your avatar and i know i've seen some people online they have you know very nice drawings of this character and then they sometimes people make an actual suit um i don't we don't have to do that obviously we don't have time to make a suit right now but we could at least what animal you would like to be i think there's no real rules to this i think it could be any animal i think you could be maybe a hybrid um so i i am intrigued by this question because like i don't know what animal do you like what what would the animal do the animal could i think could have powers if i let's say the animal could have powers mm-hmm. sure um like off the top of my head i feel like i feel like i would like to be like a fox or something mm-hmm. kind okay. of like a fantastic mr fox type maybe with like a kind of a fancy fox you know, like uh, uh, dressed like with a top hat. Well, 
Like, like more... Uncle, like Uncle Wiggly the Rabbit Gentleman is one of my favorite board games as a kid. I don't know if you have ever seen him. No, Jason, you know Uncle Wiggly yeah, the Rabbit Gentleman. Yeah, we've definitely talked about Uncle Wiggly yeah. before. He has uh, rheumatism. Yes, he has. Yes, he has trouble walking. And, That's uh, and true. That's canon. His his nemesis or his antagonist is always trying to give him ear nibbles. <laughs> A board this is, game a char- is this. this well, I think there's stories as well. I believe yeah. Uncle Wiggly is now um, public domain. It, it was the thing where like the stories were published in like a weekly newspaper or magazine, then collected in books. And I had we used to take the Uncle Wiggly like book out from the library, and then my mom found one at the garage sale, and then she found the board game. So yes. yeah, we were a, we were a Wiggly house. So, so you can say Jason Wiggly. and I. Uncle Wiggly taught Jason and I how to be weird in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, Gotta Uncle Wiggly, I like. I like Uncle Wiggly, all that to say. But maybe I think like a fancy fox, but maybe more like kind of loose 70s fox. Like, like, um, like, uh, uh dressed like a Charles Nelson Riley on Match Game Fox, maybe. With like a little more of like a neckerchief or something and kind of like a maybe more of a leisure, leisure suit and kind of like with a martini in his hand. Like kind of, I guess I guess I'm describing like a swarthy fox, which I guess I I like. I guess really I want to be specific. a little bit like '70s swarthy fox, a '70s playboy <laughs> fox, a '70s playboy fox with sort of a neckerchief. I could have an ascot. I could have like a Vincent Price ascot on as well. Um, and then do we have names for for personas? Do they have their oh, own names? I, I don't. I don't quite know. Uh, I guess again, yeah, we the... could, there's no rules to this. I think so. We could probably come up with like. Um, um, like what would be, yeah, what would be a fun name for this? What is the, how persona are they named? What are, I don't know. I'm sure there's very specific rules depending on what type of yeah. persona you're doing, but, um, maybe, uh, uh, Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> With an I. Okay. Sure. That's so, well, that fancies it up, doesn't it? Foxy with an I. Yeah. I, this is pretty good. I just I that's a pretty good persona, honestly. Yeah. Well, and you're look, you're ahead of me because I'm trying to think about this and I'm like, I don't like these. I don't want to be one. I don't Really? I don't th- I don't I've always had a hard time answering what kind of animal would you be. I don't know if I want to be boring. an animal. I know. I know. That's a boring question, I feel like. This is a fa- to be like this, a you're right. I should anthropomorphic be a- animal. This is everything I ever dreamed this of. This is beyond animal. I need to be more yeah, creative, I guess. You yeah. could just be like Uncle Wiggly, the rabbit gentleman, which I think is what Jason's going to say. Well, I was going to say I'd probably be some variety of sleepy bear. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a panda. Panda was where my mind went first, and then I started thinking about the sleepy time tea bear. Which we needed to do The universe about. of sleepy yeah. time tea bears. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, but what's, know, he, what's he wearing? Is he wearing a big nightshirt? Is he wearing the night before Christmas dad outfit? Uh, yeah. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I've always gravitated to like two sizes too big sleep shirt. Okay. Or you could have like the old, like the kids version with the butt flap to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, flaps and zippers and, and foot. <laughs> uh, when I was child, I don't think I've ever said this before. I, I know there's still some child neuroses we haven't talked about. Um, I have always, uh, I had a very sweaty feet as a child and still do. Uh, so, oh, no. oh wow, Jason's sweaty feet. <laughs> so, uh, my the you, you know footy pajamas. It's a one piece I and do, that yeah. includes the feet. And so, at some point, my mom just started cutting the feet off because it's just like, wow, really? You are going to get you are getting a rash or you're getting irritated. Did you get feet rash as a child from your footy pajamas? Probably like whatever version of like athlete's foot or or some sort of, yeah, so 
started cutting them off. I still, I hate sleeping with socks on. I do not. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't like that either. Yeah. Wow, sweat in I your do. feet. I do. I do like sleeping with socks really? on. Really? And no. I, I kick them off triumphantly as the night goes on. I've done that before. Oh, yeah. sure. That feels yeah. good to me. If I've I fall asleep, I would do that. I, I That was a, another, that was a trick in the Boy Scouts. If you go cold weather camping, you put clean socks on before bed because you lo- lose most of your heat from your head or your feet. Mm. So if you wear mm-hmm. a knit cap and you wear socks, you're going to be a lot cozier. Oh, okay. But don't wear the socks you wore all day because they've absorbed the moisture from the day. Mm. Oh my gosh! So you were just, your footy pajamas were just like just water bags by the end of the night. Just, just, just slosh, well, no, it's slosh. just a pair of scissors. Just chop off the feet. So okay, I got your name. Your name is Barefoot the Bear. That sounds great. So you have you're a bear. You have um, some sort of comfortable pajamas, but then there's kind of like you can see that the the feet have been cut off of the footy pajamas for the bear. Perfect. So you're Barefoot the Bear. And you've got a little cap on, and you've sure. got a little dress. I mean, I like the ease of one piece of clothing, you know. Okay, so barefoot, foxy, and I'm thinking, like, what? What if I, if we're using powers, if I could be a zebra, but I'm not mm-hmm. limited to black and white. If I can change those yeah, colors, you're not limited. Yeah, any color, and so I could just like just think it, manifest it, and then. Go through a psychedelic light show with my stripes. Like whenever fruit stripe I gum. like fruit stripe gum yes. zebra. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I like fruit stripe gum z- zebra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another yeah, yeah. second Kate eventually. What's his name? <laughs> um, uh, uh, I don't know. So yeah, but I that I can essentially do like insta heffalump and woozle type mm-hmm. sequences, either to impress people. Or as a distraction, as kind of like a little flash bomb that goes That's good. off. Um, so with like, with I don't want to just be stripey. I don't want to. Uh, uh, I don't want to just be basic here. How do I? How do I juice up this name? Um, oh, oh, um, visor. Oh, like, uh, juice up the like, name. Si- you know, si- psycho stripes. Stri- psycho stripes is good. <laughs> oh, he's joined the psychedelic record or psychopathic records family. What about stripo? Just stripo. Oh, stripo. stripo. That's nice and clean. I figured you'd have like a stripo. good little package for me. Yeah. You're into the persona. Well, you got a persona. My name was knack. so good. My name was so good. Of course, you, when I'm you good started at with Fo- yeah, I knew we could pass the ball yeah. to you. So Foxy, Stripo, and Barefoot, Barefoot the Bear, Barefoot the Bear, perfect. <laughs> That was That's good. Personas, those are cute. Um, I know the all three of them are cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about those. Um, this is a, there was a theme park question. If you could imagine, oh really? Huh. I think was it just what's what's all of your dream park? What's the one you haven't been to? And now I can't find the actual. Oh, question. a real place? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like what's the what's the one that's the the white whale at this point that you're dying to go to? Oh, well, I guess for me, I mean, I'm the only one who hasn't been to Tokyo at Disney yet, but I'm also yeah. curious of like um, some of the smaller parks we talked about, some of the regional parks with like specific su- stuff like um, Lagoon, Salt Lake City, Lagoon, and Kenobi. Yeah, Lake. I've been to Kenobi's. I haven't been to Kenobi. I, I don't think that's how you say it, but okay. Keno- that is how you say Kenobles. Ke- but now you don't say Kenobles. You don't put the emphasis on bulls. Oh, I, you know, I can't speak to that. Hey, largest free uh, theme park or amusement park in America, I think, because it's still ticket-based oh. systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mine are bo- Dollywood and Efteling, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. Why are you so down on it? Because I want to be. Those are exciting places to go. I want to be interesting. Say in this Dollywood and Efteling. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be interesting in music, but I want to be interesting in my choices for my dream park <laughs> visit. What's your dream song to listen to? Any song. I mean, again, if it sucks, that helps put it at the top of the list. But just songs, any song. I've been. I'm trying to look. Okay, what I've been listening to is Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the way, which is the 20th anniversary of you just By need the Way. To, you. I need to hear. I don't think I've found all the ins and outs of By the Way. <laughs> well, there's I a need great to know. It's got, there's secrets left to this song. There was a great Stereo Gum article saying it was their best album. But then look at I also oh, the album, not the song. Yeah, I've also been listening to Wet Leg. That's a new band. That's a cool new band. Okay. Uh, and uh, Harry's House. Great. Oh, you were telling us you like Harry's House. Yeah. Um, I I listened to a song earlier when I was uh, exercising. Uh, and I don't think either of you will be happy to hear it, but uh, do you know the song Uma Thurman by Fall Out Boy? Yes, it of samples course I, the yes, Monster song. Of course song. I know Uma Thurman by I Fall think Out Boy, Jason. If you were talking about songs where you're just like, hey, I don't know this very good, but I like it. I think <laughs> that's fine. There's been a lot of Monsters talk in the air, so it got caught stuck in my head, so I put it on. Uh, uh, <laughs> that song... Uh, exists for sure. <laughs> you might have you're a little, you went a little too far for Mike. I well, think. the only reason is just I'm such a traditionalist when it comes to the monsters. You don't want any that. of that junk getting in the way. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm not against. I mean, in the instance of that low cash song um, about the Beach Boys, that I that I like <laughs> when it samples another song and yeah. Well, yeah, low cash Beach Boys is a pretty. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, obviously. there's a lot of uh, there's. A hypothetical music podcast we do also where I get to go through all of this weird stuff like the thir- uh, uh, the Everclear cover of Brown Eyed Girl where he adds his own intro, original musical intro to it uh, <laughs> that, that is really uh, I think this something. music This music podcast will have different co-hosts. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Perhaps can... none. Perhaps no co-hosts. Songs Come on from in, an Scott. The songs Come on from in. The, the door locks behind you. We're going album by album through the They Might we're Be Giants nine, catalog. We're doing a 19-part series on the double Everclear album, Songs from an American Movie, Part 1 and 2. <laughs> I, 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 maybe it's when bands do their statement about America. They have, they have a That's song. That's where I... They had a song about being a rock star before Nickelback had a song about being a rock star. And no one before it? Everclear. Ne- yeah, never this before. This was a new premise entirely. Never before that, yeah. So uh, anyway, Jason, you have something? Uh, yeah, uh, from uh, at Mel got served. Hi, Mel. Uh, thoughts on the Carousel of Progress wardrobe plus ups in the final scene? Uh, we addressed it up. earlier. For, for them, like them. Uh, yeah, that it, it's more current. It makes sense. I think everyone looks good. There's <laughs> some there cute details. There's some cute little Easter eggs in there. Moving on, great. Moving okay. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. What's a uh, cue that Mike and Jason would do? Thanks for leaving me out. Knowing that <laughs> they couldn't ride the ride at the end. It's from Nick Nick. Oh, couldn't ride the ride at the end. You're going to only do the cue. Oh, it's Guardians, I think, for sure. I would, you would walk just through. You would just willingly do the Guardians cue and not go on the ride. Well, I, I would prefer to go on the ride, but you don't that's, get to. That's out. That's the question. But I like the Rocket Show so much, and I like looking at the stuff in the cases. How long like are we? T- so you're, you've been told you're going to do this, and there is no ride at the end. Uh, the wait is 
45 well, minutes. That was was that part of the question? Was it the wait is intense? Is <laughs> the waiting is very long? <laughs> I don't think well, that- if the wait is only five minutes, then there's no I would do all of them if the wait was only five minutes. You have to put some stakes into this, I think. Well, there has to we be. We can ask him. Maybe he'll Let's respond. Let's say 30 minutes. 30. Is that I mean, not what else? Too long. It's an in between. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones? I mean, I like. I Guardians, I think. I think that's uh, that's the bet. One of the most fun cues and pre shows you can get. I mean, I guess Rise of the Resistance. If you can, if you count, spoiler alert, I, spoiler alert, two years later, uh, going on Lieutenant Beck's ship. I guess. I guess maybe that one. Then I think that's a cheat. I think that's but not. that's a cheat. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we need a cue. That's a ride. There's there's a ride in the queue. There's no a, no rides. A lot of good Easter eggs in the Amazing Spider Amazing Adventures of Spider Man queue. You go through the Daily Bugle offices oh, and something. Back to islands. <laughs> back <laughs> to islands. Island time. But you would um, do that. You would do that queue and then no ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would do that queue and no ride as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let's, wait. 30 wait minutes. Let's see here. I'm gonna keep. Like, I'm I'll gonna, wait thirty minutes. I don't, I'm, I'm there for the day. It's I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep dialing it up. Forty-five. Same. You're, you'll do it. It's well because it's hard. You are, you're explaining to me like what's what's going on there. The ride is broken. Uh yeah, the ride's broken, but they left the, the they left the, the door open. open. The door is open, but the ride is broken. Well, and do I don't know why you? all the people are still in it. <laughs> I'm that I that yeah, I can't account. That for. doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. So the hypothetical, There's just a lot of people stuck there. They're like kind of um, they're like video game avatars. They're like from Roller Coaster Tycoon, where mm. they're like kind of. Uh, like one cell organism. You stuck. They don't. They don't stuck. know that they can leave. They. Th- it is line. I must they're be stuck in on line. A sidewalk, and they don't. There's no way to go. And you've deleted part of the sidewalk, and now they're just stuck roaming. Mm-hmm. The um, only exit. There's no. There's a problem with the entrance. As soon as you're in, they shut the entrance. There's a. There's a bee swarm at the entrance. Something that just happened to me at Universal Studios. There's a beehive, so you can't go out the front. <laughs> the only way is out the back. Okay. All right. I don't honestly like if if they said like Spider-Man is closed for five years or 10 years, we have there's a big problem with it Mm -hmm. and you can wait in line and go through the queue. And I had somebody to wait with that wasn't going to be was like into it, like Jason (laughs) that wasn't going to give you any shit about Everclear. Yeah, that wasn't going to make was going to talk with me about Everclear in a real way. In like a reasonable way, and you know, really, wait, what does in a real way mean? Like, in a what's real, Jason gonna do that's real about Everclear? Jason's gonna I, listen to gonna what be... Art Alexakis has to say about <laughs> you know growing up and and fatherhood and all that stuff, and he's gonna be we're gonna be dealing you know the real Jason's shit. He's gonna get real with you. Yeah. We're gonna have a yeah. re- some real some Mark Marin talk in this queue about Everclear and their double album. Do you know what I'll say on so much for the Afterglow, Everclear is so much for the Afterglow. The start of it really <laughs> sounds with a nice Beach Boys type kind of riff before they go into the main hard rocking mm-hmm. song. That, uh, yeah, I, but yes, but Beach Boys pastiches <laughs> and tributes have been perfected by low cash. That's true. By current country uh, 60-somethings <laughs> with, with dyed goatees, low cash. So yeah, gonna, yeah. I can't imagine that it tops low cash. It probably doesn't, but uh, uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you there's an agenda of stuff you're going to get done, but here, okay. Uh, I've waited for dumber things than just walking to see the cartoon 
Daily Bugle. Oh, yeah. I've waited yeah. for a lot dumber things I've for waited, a lot longer. I've waited for dumber things at Comic-Con. I've waited for dumber comic book We can things. do, you know, Captain America's famous line, and we can do, I can do this all day while he's fighting and getting beat up. That's what Jason <laughs> and I are like with lines. I it doesn't would, phase us at all. I would beg my parents to take me to the dirty Holiday Inn by the airport because they've set up folding tables so different vendors can sell comic books and trading cards. Yeah. Wow. And it smells like cigarettes. Probably still to this day. I've never yeah, we've never met a line that we couldn't we couldn't stand in. Oof. We stood in line for eight hours to meet Springsteen. Was Maybe it eight? Longer. I thought Maybe it was longer. six. We got up at like three in the morning. Yeah. We kept doing runs. He did? Jason I did? I did, yeah. It was wow. my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a meeting. It was the day before my birthday. I think I think it was like October third, and then the next day you were, I were like, All right, see you in ten hours because we were gone to mm-hmm. Disneyland for my birthday. That's right. Wow. So yeah, I I, I Spider Man or, or Guardians. Jeez. Yeah. Ta- my takeaway from that is not only is it yes you'll do it I think you actively want to do it now I think I you're do. now I, now you seem like you got to a place of like you want this bonding with your pal Jason you want this 45 well, so minutes talking about rock. in a yeah. no ride as it's it's a, a daily bugle mm-hmm. uh, open house that w- where you can get real about Everclear you seem t- wistful for that we, a little bit yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as we can talk about the instrumental song El Distorto Melodica that's on so much for the afterglow. As long as his internet's working, he can play like ten or fifteen <laughs> second clips. That was the... my entrance music for Backyard Wrestling. Is that song? Wow! So instrumental, mm-hmm. pretty hard. It's kind of a hard <laughs> song, honestly. It's sort of, sort of like a tough guy type song. So let's see, what do we got? Um, we're both so we're all so blown. We're still blown you're, away. you're mentally there. Yeah, a lot of treats and sleep questions. So I'm glad we addressed those. Uh, <laughs> live, um, live, treat, repeat. That's what I said. <laughs> sleep, asking, treat, repeat. People ask about a Vegas live show. Yeah, one day. Okay, if you know where we could do it. If you've been to like a yeah, MGM a Grand <laughs> or the Park MGM. A park, yeah, Park the, uh, Theater. Uh, Residency. Park, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds Park good. MGM Theater, yeah, <laughs> in between Bruno Mars and Lady Gaga's residencies, or the Aerosmith, I think, is coming back in September. Yes, because but you've been fooled so many times. Yeah, on the, this is a Lucy in the football yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. There are uh, discounts in those My Vegas games. One of the rewards is Aerosmith. But there's no comp tickets, but there are like 25% off tickets. So yeah, you they're only $85. They're... What are you guys doing the podcast for? Why aren't you playing this game to get your Aerosmith Well, I discounts? am playing the game. Uh, uh, I, I like... want to get in the pit, though. I need to be in the pit at the Las Vegas, uh, Deuces Are Wild Steven, residency. Steven Tyler, get in the fucking pit! <laughs> you, uh, want, you need to become uh, COVID <laughs> e- uh, eligible again. Because you had yes. your bout with it, sure, and, yeah. that, and it, you want it to run out, and then you want to get COVID from Steven Tyler's sweat droplets. This if MF, there was going to be a way to catch a new variant, it would be from Steven Tyler. Yes, this MF gotten monkeypox in the Aerosmith Deuces Wild Pit. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, I could get on stage and play a little harmonica with Steven, I have. Use his harmon- I'll put my mouth on his dirty, spit-covered harmonica. <laughs> Ew. What's gross about that? <laughs> what did I say that was weird? <laughs> you managed to top Jason's sweaty, footy feet. The, the grossest thing thus far, but then you imagine like Steven Tyler's dirty harmonica. 
Yes. <laughs> I bet it's like he smells like vanilla or something. Uh, I bet it's fine. I like this question. Like this Dunkin' Donuts vanilla that I... <laughs> You're the most idealized <laughs> Steven Tyler I could ever imagine. And he smells nice mm-hmm. and he's a wonderful dad. Steven Tyler <laughs> smells like my big treat coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I call him. Uh, from at BFWings55, do you think Beastly Kingdom would have lived up to its hype potential? Would it have been torn down to be replaced by Avatar anyway? No. I'm not tearing it no, down. I don't think tearing it down. If they did that, like, because Beastly Kingdom was the not built, like, mythical creature part of Animal Kingdom that had, like, a dueling dragon coaster. With like a maybe a was it a robot dragon in the middle of like a castle? I think similar. We should hey, that's a good episode idea. We should go yeah, through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, there's not that was a that would have been a cool roller coaster, and they generally don't tear down cool roller coasters that are popular. Yeah, so I don't think that would ever have been torn down. And but. especially if there was stuff with like big characters. Like if they put Beast in there, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast or what something they were like that. Put beast Where in are they the, going to put Beast in there? Kingdom? That's where my That's mind goes first. No, I think it was all like mythical, like dragons and the lore of yesteryear. Yeah, beast is mythical. Yeah, a prince who is cursed and turned. But this into wasn't a beast. part of the. This is never leaked that they were going to put Beast in Beastly Kingdom. No, I, you're making this up. But it's I'm an making it up. Idea. But I feel like if Disney is making something called Beast. Like, they're gonna find a place to put the beast in there somewhere. Be interesting to go to a realm that's all beasts. Like, I guess beasts isn't like Wookiees. It's not a, a, a race of. It's not they're not like a type of creature. Yeah, because that only happens to this this mean prince. Right. But seeing an entire world of beasts and mm-hmm. baby beasts <laughs> and lady beasts, it would be interesting. And well, what do they eat? And what do they do? Uh, Warner Brothers tried that with Fantastic Beasts, and the world said, no, thank you. <laughs> they tried We're three done. times. They tried you three sure? times. sure? Here, let's give it one more go. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of different characters named Beast also. Obviously, there's an X-Man named Beast. There's the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. There's a Masters of the Universe character, Beast Man. Um, was yeah. it one of those guys who ran the ghost kitchen? Isn't one of them? Or, or is it like a... Yeah, wait. One of those ghost kitchens that Robert Earl runs. The be- yeah, Beast, Mister Beast, Mister right? Beast. Yes, Mister Beast. They could have updated. They could have made it cool for the kids by putting Mister Beast in. So yeah, Mister Beast. Yeah, yeah. So there's they could have just done any character that's ever been named Beast or had Beast in the name. Oh man, that would have been great. A theme park show that's like a the Dick Cavett show, and it's long conversations between Beast from X Men, Beast from Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> and Mister Beast Burger just being a scamp like he always is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Different generations, different perspectives. I think a lot's going to get accomplished there. Mm-hmm. I have a. We, we should maybe wind it down. And I there's two that kind of go next to each other. I think. Yeah. Potentially, uh, one is from Sabs. The people want to know when y'all are coming back to Orlando. We don't have an answer for that, but we'd certainly like to. And right next to that, Kate Malo. And I'm sorry, will Jason Sheridan this. ever give Lake Nona a chance? I live there, and it's not as bad <laughs> as he thinks. Now, I was almost straying away from this, but being that, I, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put these next to each other and say, because obviously we'd like to come back to Orlando. We're trying to figure that out. Yeah. But if we do that, I feel like at this point, we have to take Jason I down to Lake Nona. Like, Lake Nona Jason. We got to show you around. It's I'm just... sure there's great establishments in Lake Nona. I will happily give it a we... chance. Uh, what Good. I, We're waiting for where you step what, in it. What, Go ahead. I, <laughs> whatever. I, if video goes up, I'm going to look right in this camera. Oh, boy. He means right. And I'm talking right to the audience. Whatever point I was trying to make, I fucked up a long time ago. 
<laughs> so I'm just along for the ride right now. So yeah, I will do. Yay. I'll give it a shot. Uh, I will go to the like. <laughs> the, I it'll be exciting to see Lake Noda's five dollar <laughs> coffee compares to Burbank's five dollar coffee. Can, you know, it's all the same. It's all That's the all same. Can I propose a question to Kate or anyone else? Mm-hmm. Is there a venue? In Lake, <laughs> Lake I guess Nona. live in Lake Nona? Is there a venue yes! that could house a little podcast show? All right. little homework for Kate. Let in us know. Lake is Nona. it a coffee shop? Is it in the middle of the lake? Sure. Is Can it they in... put an aquatic stage up? Yeah. Is it something where like the whole town, like if we just put a couple flyers up, the whole town will gather together? Is that a certain level of teasing where I'll start to get upset? Maybe. <laughs> will that lead to a certain... Certain level of level what? of, ra- of teasing? teasing, a certain level of razzing, where I'm like, I don't know what I did, but I feel real bad. No, I'm what so it's gonna sorry. what it's gonna do is give you the best night of your life yeah, in yeah. Lake Nona. It's oh, gonna re- okay. completely reverse your expectation. And by the way, the point you were trying to make, which we never disagreed with, was you didn't want these Imagineers to have to move. And now that's but you won on that one. They're not doing we it. Think so yeah, they, maybe they, ever for at least yeah. for a long they, time. They, they, yeah. So I think so. It's a perfect opportunity to divide the issues that relive forced relocation is gone great that's now, the yeah. place we can reclaim we can now reclaim we can, the yeah, beauty now we can and the start magic fresh fresh start uh, yeah you I, know fresh start we're starting fresh and you're hearing it more and more <laughs> and i think i think really what and i guess i shouldn't give this away on the podcast but i think that uh, that, that podcast should start you coming on stage and just chastising audience for 15 minutes about living here <laughs> <laughs> What are you lights, doing to lights yourself? Down, lights down. You're like in full like wrestling heel mode. <laughs> I yeah yeah. And then you get like visited by like an angel the, maybe. The but mayor of Lake. Nona. It's a full yeah. It's a full like it's gonna be narrative. It's not even the regular podcast. It's we're gonna put on a little play. I will <laughs> go Christmas full. Carol. I will go yeah. full MGF. Uh, MJF where like at the start of the eight minutes the audience is booing me and then by the end they're like just cheering me. That's yes. That's what we would like. You want to do a turn, like a double turn, not a double turn, a uh, regular turn, an emotional, a full emotional arc, as you've had with the place, as you will end up at, like fr- from from despising to loving. I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think this is, I think this is a great idea. If we can make this happen, I think it's something we should uh, put on the high priority list. Can we do a show in the husk of the like hip office space? Disney was cutting. Uh, absolutely, that might be could. the most that, that might be the place. space we have. I hear it's the free. Roof, the roof of the building that the Imagineers were going to be working out of. If we can rent that, the company do like a Beatles like Abbey Road rooftop. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the Walt Disney Company decided it might not be pertinent if the entire government and the residents of the village. They're just throwing at them out to get their hands on their employees. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I don't know. That sounds like a great idea and a great place to stop. We can't get yeah. higher than yeah. that. Yeah, right I don't think so. Podcast the ride live in Lake Nona coming. <laughs> so wow, we really cracked it. That's the way to do it. And artists, if you're a little stuck on what to work on next, there's some great personas. Just oh well, the personas. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't even. I was thinking about that too, and I feel like they're. We didn't even have to call for that art. That's coming. They just started. They People just started are like right furiously scribbling as everybody got it. the yeah. pens out. Okay, well then do that. Send it to us on the socials at Podcast the Ride. Merch is available in our T Public store. And in success, maybe our personas will be on some merch 
And mm-hmm. uh, for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast the Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. And also Club Three, where you get one more bonus episode every month and where your participation mm-hmm. is always key as opposed to these post offices, which now we're shutting, Shut clang, the clang, clang. <laughs> no more thoughts. Keep it, keep it zipped. We talk next time, <laughs> as opposed to this. Oh yeah, we talk about what we want to talk yeah. about, not with loose suggestions. We're sometimes not staying completely on topic. We're not going to talk about Everclear's "Sparkle and Fade" album <laughs> that has the song "Santa Monica" and many other. You keep going if you want. It's, you should just do a tear, and people can turn it Vol- off whenever. They... Everclear released a song called "Volvo Driving." Soccer you just go, Mom. Jason. And I in the it was in the video. Um, we'll just get up and go. Which we'll just leave ever, Mike. Every okay, Everclear right. song that he when he's trying to have a single, he goes na 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 na. He like puts that in every song. There's a part where he goes, "There's like a break." Do do yeah, do do yeah, na 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 na. Like he has yeah na nas, and it's like his bag of tricks, and he's done it for most. Okay, here, Scott. The bit is that you have to leave. So no, I, I know. Stop doing I'm this going. Part of the bit. Scott, I think <laughs> nah, nah. Garfield. Uh, please don't oh, get dog. crushed yeah, by the door. Uh, nah, nah, uh, um, I know that Art is not the only one. He's like the only original member of the band left at this point. So I don't really know what happened. Um, I've seen Everclear twice. I saw them first. Uh, it was a show with Lifehouse, Matchbox Twenty, and Everclear. Everclear played second. Uh, Matchbox Twenty, of course, was the closer. Lifehouse played okay. the opening, and they had just Scott, hanging yeah, by a moment had just come out, which now, was a song that I do still kind of like. I think it's got a pretty good hook when Scott, it comes to the chorus. Scott, I think you're really gonna like this and, live uh, version of Birdhouse in Your Soul from that, Severe uh, Tire. Matchbox damage. Twenty closed, and I will say this was, I, I believe, around the time of the third Matchbox Twenty album, and uh, <laughs> uh, it, which is actually a pretty good. It has bright lights. It is like she got out of town. That's the piano song. And uh, it's it's they sounded great is really what I'm trying to say. Matchbox 20 sounded great, and I haven't seen them for years, and I would like to see them again. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.